Welcome to the Cheryl and Shirley Show. Thanks for listening. On Saturday, March 26th, I attended the Wisconsin 7th Congressional Districts Caucus held in Rice Lake, Wisconsin at the Elks Club on the Lake. I caught up with some of the Republican candidates running for statewide office. Following is an interview with Ben Vocal. He is running for lieutenant governor in the great state of Wisconsin. Ben says if he is elected, he will fight to get our state on track. Ben states that Wisconsinites are suffering under Tony Evers' failed leadership. Ben says he will fight for Wisconsin and the American dream. Good schools, good jobs, and safe communities. Ben wants educational freedom for every student. He says every student deserves a shot at a great education, regardless of where they live or how well off they are. Ben will stand for economic opportunities so Wisconsin businesses and communities can grow and thrive. He will improve public safety. Ben says he will defeat the defund the police extremists and ensure law enforcement has the resources needed to put violent offenders behind bars. Ben also says every vote matters. He wants to get rid of Wisconsin Election Commission and enact reforms to strengthen our election systems. To find out more information about Ben Vocal for Lieutenant Governor, please go to www.benforwisconsin.com. That's Ben, F-O-R, Wisconsin.com. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Thank you for listening and please go to our website at slabarpodbean.com. Hit follow and share. Have a great day. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Testing, one, two, one, two. Okay, we're still back here at the 7th Congressional District Caucus, and I'm now sitting down with uh, Ben Vocal. He's running for Lieutenant Governor. We've been sitting here chatting about a couple things, and I'm going to let him introduce himself, and then we might talk a little bit about schools and about jobs and safe communities, and the other thing that we were talking about is inflation and how much gas is costing both of us to do this. Thanks, Cheryl, and I think I paid $60.60 last time I filled up to come up here, and I'm going to have to fill up again here once I I leave this event, and I'm sure it's going to cost me just as much, if not more. It's real, and people people are paying that every single day, and they're hurting. That's why I'm running is we have to get our state going back in the right direction, and I spent about five years working with Senator Johnson as one of his top aides. I learned a lot about what it takes to stand up and fight for what you believe in and do the right thing, even when it's tough. It's the kind of leadership that we need more of in Wisconsin. You know, we need more of it in, in Washington, too, certainly. But we got Ron out there fighting for us. But we need more of that kind of leadership in Wisconsin because we need to shake things up. All those things are going wrong right now. And so we need to get our state going in the right direction. We got to get it going fast. Get the chance to talk here today about some of the things I'm thinking about doing to get a reality. Absolutely. As you and I were just talking about school district, you said something about your school district. And I have uh, honestly tried to help a couple candidates in our school district. And we're seeing how taxpayer dollars are just being wasted on things that we don't even know where the money's going and it's not being accounted for. Plus, we've seen how declining there are educational system has been. I think COVID did open parents' minds, open their hearts to that, and they have seen and witnessed what's happening. And I do think that we are paying much closer attention in school districts, and they are being held a little more accountable. We're seeing that people have been on school boards for 20 years, and they don't really look at it as taxpayers or who they work for. They think they work for themselves. And we're really struggling with where I live. And so I know that other people are too, because I talk to a lot of people, because these are the kids that are going to be our leaders eventually. Um, When I'm in a nursing home, it is true. And so I really think that we need to concentrate on getting our education back on track and what education is, not what CRT is, not what these social emotional learning, SELs. I'm hearing all these words that are catchphrases that I'm not even sure I understand. I think it's important if you say to me, 
I want to educate you properly and teach you history. We do have some bad history. So I do want you to talk a little bit about education and what you think and what we can do in that respect and how hard it has been for parents over the last few years. So absolutely. We only get one chance to make sure our kids get a great education and we cannot squander that because then we're just condemning kids to a lifetime of not having the skills, not having the knowledge they need in order to really succeed, cross thrive. So, you know, those stakes are pretty high. So we got to make sure we're getting it right. We got to make sure that we're giving parents the opportunities to make sure that their kids are getting the kind of education they deserve. One of the things I'm in favor of is making sure that every parent can send their kid to a great school, having universal choice, having the money follow the student around so that your school district is substandard if it's not educating kids to the level that they should be. Uh, you can go shopping. Same thing, like you mentioned, if going down the path towards some of this CRT socialist kind of and are losing sight of the fundamentals, losing sight of the reading writing, arithmetic, you know, the basics that, you know, were the foundation of the education I got, probably the education that you got as well. And we need to make sure that we're giving parents that opportunity and those rights, because at the end of the day, kids deserve better than what they're getting. Test scores are going down. You know, we're just not preparing our kids as well to compete, to succeed, and to help make Wisconsin the kind of place that we need. You know, I mean, we need highly educated, successful students to be coming out of our schools so that they can contribute to Wisconsin, contribute to the economy, contribute to our manufacturers, our businesses, and start new businesses too. Education touches so many different aspects of our society. Like I said, we just can't get it wrong. And right now we are. Even with Tony Eve ran DPI for so long, he's screwing it up. And so we got to get it turned around. We got to get it turned around fast. That's why if I get a chance to talk with anybody that's listening in person, education will be one of the first issues I bring up. Talk because it is so paramount. We get it right. And kids deserve better than what they're getting. I totally agree. I'm going to just read something here. It's about educational freedom. He says, every student deserves a shot at a great education, regardless of where they live or how well off they are. That's very important. Ben Vocal will give parents a strong voice in their children's education. I think that is so important. Education probably is one of the top issues right now, as well as inflation is hitting all of us too, as we just talked about with gas, food and all. And then when you hear a president of the United States say something about, you know, there could be food shortages. And not that I want to go into that because I think it's kind of like way off what we need to be concentrating on in the state of Wisconsin. We really do have to clean the house in the state of Wisconsin. We have to get a governor and a lieutenant governor that will look out for the people. We don't have one right now. And it's very uh, disheartening to people out here. And I talk to a lot of people and a lot of people are hurting. And most of the time when you hit pocketbook issues, kitchen table issues, issues, people, you know, hey, what's going on? I happen to be married. My husband and I went to a grocery store a couple weeks ago. We're going through and she's checking. She said $164.08 for $94 worth of groceries. I was like, what did you just say? And she said, well, I know how much this stuff should be. I've been doing this a long time and I see what's in your cart and I know it should be $94, not $164. And I said, well, what happens like when families are in here? And she said, I see people putting things back and there's a lot of people that are okay, but there's a lot of people that aren't and they're struggling and we've got to fix that. I mean, it's not like I'm going to put you in charge of like dropping prices at a grocery store, but there are ways to work on how inflation is affecting families. Seems like we have lost track of a lot of how we're doing that. So I don't know if you can hit on some of that would be great. I do think people are looking forward to people talking about what's going on in the world and inflation and how it hits their families. I've heard many YouTube videos to talking about people at a gas, somebody's coming up to them talking and they'll say, well, you know, I've kind of cut back. I only fill my tank half full because I can't afford to fill it all the way. Just maybe hit on it a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, it's certainly something we all feel every single day. I was thinking, Last time I filled up, I was thinking back to the first time that I just got my driver's license, just got my first car. It was a 1989 Pontiac Bonneville. And, uh, I thought I was the coolest guy around, but first time I filled up, it cost me $20. I took a $20 bill out of my pocket, went into the gas station, slapped it down and walked out. And I was, that, that was that. It's triple that now, at least. And that is crazy. Whether it's gas, whether it's groceries, people are trying to get by and they're seeing their paycheck go, you know, not quite as far as they used to. And that's why one of the things that I want to do, I want to eliminate the state income tax. I think Wisconsin should eliminate the state income tax 
can put more money in everybody's paycheck. That would have an immediate and direct effect on people who are struggling to pay groceries, who are struggling to pay gas. It's a sort of game changer that we need more of. We need people that aren't afraid to think outside the box and do big things. Quite frankly, you know, we need to shake up the Madison status quo. Madison just isn't thinking or doing big things right now. We're not taking the kind of big stands that, that we have in the past and that people really deserve and people really want. And so when I'm talking about education, giving parents the opportunity to find a great school for their kids, same thing with the economy. Let's eliminate the state income tax, put more money in everybody's pocket, and let's let you choose how you want to spend your money. You'll do a better job of providing for your family than the government will. I just think that's just reality. It would have an, an additional benefit of making what Wisconsin, one of the most competitive places in the Midwest, but in the country as well, for people to move to, people to do business in. And I think that's key. That's really huge. If we're going to get our economy and our state really humming and going full speed ahead, we need to get the workers to answer all those help wanted signs that are out there in every main street that you and I drive down. The other day I was driving past someplace and they actually had, it was the first time I'd ever seen this. It was a not hiring, we're fully staffed sign. The fact that, that it was a restaurant, the fact that that restaurant felt the, thought they'd be a little funny, a little cheek, putting that out there, that tells you how much trouble the rest of our economy is in. I was at a, a barbecue place on Wednesday talking to the owner, he could hire four more people right now. Just doesn't have the people coming in. And this isn't even his peak time. It's barbecue place on a lake. In the summer, it's going to be doing twice the amount of business it is right now. He doesn't know how he's going to be able to serve as everybody that he wants to serve. And so that's another huge issue too, is you have businesses that just are being held back and aren't able to succeed, aren't able to prosper at the same level that they should be because we just don't have the people right now to really get the job done. And we need to do more to compete and attract people, recruit people to our state. I totally agree. So Ben, I'm going to ask you what your background is because we didn't really talk about that. So I think you should talk about that. We um, talk a little bit about um, what you see your future if you become the lieutenant. Mainly, I'd like to know what your background is and what you bring to the table and why you want people to elect you as the lieutenant governor. Thank you. You know, I spent about five years working side by side with Senator Johnson. And so I know what it takes. Stand up and do the right thing and fight for what you believe in. Uh, learn from one of the best at doing that. That's the kind of leadership that we need. You know, I'm a communications guy by trade. And so I run my own public relations company now. And, you know, what we really need to do is get the message out. Get our message out because people feel right now, people feel it in their pocketbook like we've talked about. People feel it in their kids' education. People just feel generally a sense that things aren't going in the right direction. Things aren't right. You know, this is Wisconsin. This is not the America that we are all used to and that we all believe, uh, you know, that we deserve. And so we need somebody that's able to carry that message and fight for those principles all throughout the state. And what I've been telling people here today and at every event I go to, if they give me the privilege of working for them, I'll be doing just as many events after I'm elected as I am right now because that is such a critical part of being the kind of lead we need as a state. We need people that have a finger on the pulse, that aren't afraid to bring some bad news to Madison, shake things up. Too often, I think Madison just talks to itself. The legislators talk to the lobbyists, talk to the legislators again. And it can get, I'm sure it can get real easy to get sucked into that vortex. We need somebody that's able to go out throughout the state, hear from everybody about what's going right, what's going wrong, then take that and inject that into the conversation. Policymaking. So we are going to get better results coming out of Madison that way. And we can't get really much worse than what we're getting right now. We'll have a state government that's more responsive to the concerns and the issues that are facing everyday people. You know, whether it's here in Rice Lake, whether it's in Wisconsin Rapids, whether it's down in McQuanago, where I'm from, we need that kind of leadership that shows up, that listens, you know, then follows. Th so that kind of leader that, that I am, that I, I want to bring to the state, a leader that wants to do big things because it's not good enough just to nibble around the edges. I think we got to take some big swings, swing for the fences. And, you know, one issue we haven't talked about yet, but just want to touch on real quickly, and that's election security. 
and election integrity. And I know that's top of mind to so many people, myself included. And I think we need to eliminate state elections. We just saw for the last few years that they did not particularly care what the laws were. They sort of made it up. They went along. We need to we need to have some accountability. I'd like to see us turn the power over to an elected official. So if that person doesn't follow the law, you and I and all your listeners can go to the ballot box. We can fire them and we can get somebody that will follow the law. So that's what I think really needs to get done. I know the legislature has passed some election bills recently and Governor Evers vetoed them. Those bills are fine, uh, but they don't get to the core of the problem, which I think is the Elections Commission. It has to go. We have to replace the bureaucrats with somebody that can actually be held accountable by the voters. And I think that's going to go a long way to uh, helping reassure people the laws are actually being followed. That'll have a big impact on our elections and on our state as well. With that, I totally agree 100%. I know that that is the talk about everything right now. Everyone is very concerned about the election coming up. Elections we're focusing on in the future, that we have to make sure we get it under control and we get that taken care of. And I know the legislation has passed bills, but then they go to the governor's desk and he vetoes them. So that's why we need to elect a new governor and a new lieutenant governor. And I want to thank you, Ben, for sitting here talking to me. Ben got in the hot seat, he called it, but it wasn't so hot. I hadn't met you before. So this is a pleasure to meet you and to listen to what you're talking about, what your thoughts are. Obviously, we're pretty much aligned, so I'm very thrilled, and I thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me, because I know your time is very valuable, and I know you got to get on the road and zip somewhere else, so thank you so much. Thanks for coming up to the Northland. Talk to people at the coffee. I'm amazed at the crowd. The crowd in there is really fired up, so that's a good thing. Way all across the state. This is my, I think this is my fourth time north of Highway 8 in just the last two months, so I am putting on the miles. Uh, I've done, by the time this gets posted, I'll have been to 42 of the 72 counties. I'm going to get to all 72 here. Four too long. It's important to get out and talk to everybody all across the state because we all have the same goals. We all have the same, you know, concerns, but everybody's, you know, everybody's got a little bit different twist on them. Depending upon where you live, it's important to get a scope what's going on in our state if you're going to and uh, represent it appropriately. So thanks for having me on and I hope to get on again sometime soon. Thank you, Ben. Mm-hmm.